and we are live. Um, I got a new mic, and um, I'm trying it out. So if you can't hear me, turn your shit up. And I'm trying to make sure that I speak loud enough that y'all can hear me. Um, but it has been a long time, and I appreciate everybody for listening. Y'all been holding it down. Y'all been listening to all my day one shit, and I appreciate that. Um, I've been busy. Um, I've been busy. I ain't gonna lie. I've been busy. Y'all been in school. Um, so shit, school ain't no fucking joke. School been schooling like a motherfucker for real. It takes all your time. Um, you got to study. And um, I learned if you really don't have the time to study for the material, then you really don't need to be going to school. There's no need to go to school just to do the class if you don't have time to study. So, yeah, I've been busy. And um, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to get on here today, y'all, is because I wanted to kind of talk about some of the stuff that we've been talking about in my psychology class. And I love the psychology class because, like I said, when we did the introductory in the fucking class, that I wanted to get these different perceptions and these different um just these different ideas on how life is and the topics that we be having really challenge your mind and challenge your perception on shit. And I like challenging other people's perception. I love when people say that they didn't know this or, you know, so yeah, the whole class been dope as fuck y'all. So my teacher, she's really cool. And she allow us to freely express ourselves and freely the open dialogue really be hitting like every fucking time. That's been like the reason why I've been going to the class just for the open dialogue. So like, yo, if you haven't took a psychology class, take one. Because like I said, it challenges your perception on life and what you know or what you thought you know. And that's what it's all about. Maya Angelou taught us that. If we don't learn from each other, then, you know what I'm saying, we really are fools or bigots. I'll go there and say that. If you're not trying to learn from somebody else and you want to be so close-minded and just believe what you only want to believe and don't be open to hear other people, then, yeah, that's that bigotry shit. And I don't like that. But yeah, I love this class because it allows you to freely express yourself. So yeah, I got the pleasure, y'all, to meet. Uh, first of all, I know women. Um, this topic is going to touch a lot of women's hearts, and you know it's a it's a touchy topic anyway. Um, but because uh, a lot of women deal with uh having trouble with having kids, and a lot of couples tr struggle with having kids and shit, you know. So I met this girl who was a product of uh the in vitro, the IV in vitro fertilization thing. You hear me? And I always thought that like, yo, that would be dope to, to do that science that got so ahead that they doing this shit. But then I always thought about like, you know what I'm saying? How would that child think that they didn't come in this world naturally? Would your parents tell you that you was an in vitro fertilization child? Do you feel like you don't have a connection to your mom? Like you would, I, I'm just all the questions that I had. I got to ask this lady, so she was uh she was light skinned. Her mom was white and her dad was black, and um they decided to have uh, a baby to uh, you know via the in vitro fertilization, which I thought was fascinating. This young lady, uh, and of course I'm not gonna say her name. She is very intelligent. Um, she speaks very very intelligent. She's very analytical and all that good shit. So it was fascinating, you know. But then like you know besides that, like just being able to uh, talk about that, and I even asked her like you know. Do she feel connected to her parents? And she says she does. You know what I'm saying? Do she feel a certain kind of way being born, you know, not a quote-unquote natural way? And she says she feels no way. So I got some of my questions answered. Then I then other the other students was like, yo, you know, so this is interesting. And my teacher was like, yo, so, you know, what made you ask that question? I'm like, well, that's a touchy topic because women be feeling like they ain't connected. It'd be no different from the surrogacy thing. And I want, and I brought that up too, is that when these women uh, choose to have, uh, or couples choose to have the baby via surrogacy, that mom is not carrying that baby for nine months. That mom is not going through what a normal mother would go through, quote unquote, normal mother. So we don't know what normal is now in this new society. 
but that mom is not having that skin to skin contact. Ooh, not skin to skin because that's afterwards. But that in the belly shit. You know what I'm saying? When you in this motherfucker and that mama get the feeling, you the kicking and that bonding shit. You really miss all that because you got somebody else that's experiencing it for you. And that's what's interesting to me. You feel me? And I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with surrogacy. I ain't saying there's nothing wrong with the in vitro. But I think that we pushing the boundaries of what natural is and what we think natural is. And it's just fascinating to me. That's all. You know what I'm saying? And um, if you can't have a baby and you want to have a family, I mean, you know, yeah, as long as it's able to be done, science has proven that we can do it, then do the shit. And just like old girl said with the IV uh, in vitro fertilization, she said that it was, I guess it was close to $15,000 at the time. So I'm thinking this was probably about 18 plus years ago. I don't know how old the lady was, but I'm assuming she was an adult or at least 18 years, uh, 18 years of age. So it's about 18 or 19 years ago. So I'm trying to think about how much it costs now versus how much it costs then. But, you know, science has gone a long way. And, I, and I, you know, I don't think that we can say this unnatural. You know what I'm saying? Or what we say natural is interesting now, right? Because it, it changes the fucking game. So I like that psychology class. But then we went into the racist racial thing because she said that she don't feel, and I don't want to misquote her. And if, and if she's listening to this, because they all know I got the podcast and I think people in my class is uh, trying to find it because I ain't telling. <laughs> I ain't telling shit. You got to find this shit because I don't want all the dirty looks and shit when you start playing this shit back and you hear my thoughts and opinion. You hear me? But yo, she started talking about uh, not feeling accepted from both sides, which is the classic when you got, uh, when you're a product of an interracial relationship, you be saying, you know, they say that they don't feel connected to um, one's culture, the black culture or the, uh, the white side. But I think she said that her, her dad was African or of some African descent and that he was in law school. You feel me? And um, I was thinking, so one of our, my, uh, our other classmates that was older, she was from Nigeria and she was like some, you know, whoever, yo, she said that uh, from where, where she's from in whole culture, if, uh, if if the mom is from the east and the dad is from the west, um, the dad, you know, is taking, you, you, the kids is taking the dad's last name and identifying with the dad's culture. That's just how it is. And I thought that was fascinating. And I think, and I, and I can actually somewhat kind, kind of agree with that. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, and she asked, this Nigerian woman asked, this uh this young lady she was like has your dad took you because you could kind of tell in my opinion that she kind of wanted to be accepted because when we're talking about being accepted in social groups or in cultures in the white culture i'm like what the fuck is that white culture right the european culture the european world uh you know sure have that a bitch you know what i'm saying but you know that the the black folks is your essence that's your shit that's your mojo that's your je ne sais quoi that's your shit you know what i'm saying and she was like well how come your dad hasn't took you to your roots, took you to your people for you to know your people. And, and, and it seems like the dad wasn't connected with his people because I think she said they were so spread apart. But even if you spread apart, I, you know, the, the unity should have still been there. You feel me? Because I'm sure I'm hoping that her, her dad is still connected somewhat to his people. You know what I'm saying? To have some type of foundation, uh, African foundation that he could pass on to his daughter. You hear me? And I'm not, and, and I literally said there's nothing wrong with wanting to be with her white side if that's what she choose to identify with and i don't think there's nothing wrong with identifying with something you know whether your white side or your black side and one of the other uh, classmates she was asian and she agreed with what the nigerian woman said which i thought was also fascinating she said that when if it were, if you if an asian person have a baby by um 
a white person or somebody like, uh, you know, if their father is Asian, that that's what race and that's what culture that child should identify with. And I think that's interesting. And, and then we start talking about the black thing. And since my black ass is black, 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 I wanted to speak on that. And um, what were we talking about, bro? It was a lot. We was on. We was all over the fucking place. And I love that class for that. Give me my participation points, goddammit. Because y'all had me speaking. Shit, I, you know, I ain't even been to bed the night before like that. But we got, we was up just talking, just real personal and intimate and raw and judgment free. You feel me? It was, it was really cool. But I think we were talking about like just the interracial shit, and we was talking about, uh, yeah, we was talking about being, uh, being accepted. She was like, oh, you know, I want to be accepted by my white side and be accepted by my black side, and I feel like I shouldn't have to choose. And all I did was challenge. I said, well, you know, it depending on what setting that you is. I, I told her that I knew a light-skinned person whose dad was black and whose mom was white who kind of dips and dab in both cultures. And when I mean dip and dab is that you assimilate to the black culture when it's convenient and then you jump back over to your white culture for the acceptance and the, the validation or all that, quote-unquote. You feel me? So when that person went to jail and it was time or prison, jail or prison, and it was time to do them race wars and shit, and they was fighting. You know what it is in jail. Blacks against the white, whites against the Mexicans. You know what I'm saying? There's every culture was for themselves. So that person that I'm talking about, that's light-skinned, had to make a choice. The white people told them, look, when we go out here in this field and we about to fight these people, whose side are you on? You feel me? He said, well, I ain't got no side. The black folks went up to him and said, look, when we go out here in this field and it's time to fight these white folks, whose side are you on? And yes, I'm banging on shit. And I know they were like, well, he, why should he have to pick a side? Because it's always a time where you might have to pick a side because everybody, like, your culture want to know that you for them and that we can trust you and depend on you and share our secrets with you. You feel me? Yo, if you want to be with the white people or be with your white culture, do that. If you're Hispanic and black and you feel like you got to pick a side, pick, you, you can dip and dabble for so long, but I feel like every now and again, you're going to have to make a choice. And I think that they subconsciously make the choice. And they don't know. And that's what I was challenging. And then my teacher says, you know, she threw a monkey wrench and she started asking about the influx and the uh, the conflict within races. And we start talking about the colorist thing and colorism. And, and I definitely agree with, uh, with her when it is definitely some fighting and influx. But we know that goes back to systematic right supremacy. We know that. I mean, I, and, and, and she was like, well, I didn't know that. Well, I didn't know that you didn't know that. Because you older than me, and I'd be thinking that older people be educated. You feel me? And sometimes I'm like, people don't be knowing what white supremacy is and systematic racism. Like, really? In this day and age? Y'all didn't know or do y'all research? Because everybody read every fucking thing else. And y'all motherfuckers don't know that? Oh, okay. You feel me? And I want to apologize in advance because, like I said, I did get a new bike mic, and I don't know if it's low. And I'm really hoping that y'all can hear me and hear the message that I'm trying to talk about or hear the topic that we, I'm trying to talk about today. You feel me? But yeah, of course, it's been an influx fighting within the races, but we just talking about the black folks right now. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with me speaking on black people's, uh, uh, you know, tr troubles that we had back in the day because I'm black enough to speak on that shit. And, you know, and I told her, I said, there's no different from the separation that they tried to do from the fucking very beginning from slavery, the separation from light skinned people to black people. I mean, dark skinned people to get them fighting, to get them to hate each other. That was system systematically done. You feel me? But a lot of folks don't know that. So I love this class because it gives you opportunity to, 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 to not only educate somebody and to be educated. And remember, that's what all this shit's about is because you're ignorant if you're not trying to learn some shit. 
And I love for somebody to say, well, hold on. I don't think it's like that. Come on, let's do this shit. I love this debate shit. I can do it all day. I love it here, bitches. So, yeah, the class is popping. Um, I, if you haven't taken a psychology class, you need to go ahead and take it because it's talent your mind, man. So, yeah, shout out to everybody in my class. Shout out to everybody listening to this. Um, I'm going to try to make this a thing. I got class today, but I want to hop on here and just to tell y'all what we've been talking about. And I can't wait to see what we're going to talk about um, in class today. So, yeah, y'all be blessed out there. Be a light and support each other. Love each other. Um, stop secretly hating. Oh, yeah. Ain't nothing worse than a secret motherfucking hater. And I've been talking about this on my last shit. If you play it back and listen to my, uh, my last shit. But I got to run it back again. And that goes for family, too. I hate if you got to sit at the table. Why am I breaking bread with a motherfucker that, ain't, that don't like me? You know what I'm saying? They tell you to be like Jesus, but I don't know if I got there yet, right? Because Jesus knew that J Judas was a snake, and he broke bread with him anyway. I didn't know that these people didn't like me, and there was snake and shiesty and shit, but I'm breaking bread with motherfuckers that don't like me. So, yo, so shout out to everybody that don't like me in the open. Yo, so appreciate somebody to say I don't like him, and shout out to somebody that don't like me, but stay away. Just because you don't like somebody, you don't got to talk about them or bad mouth them or talk about their family or slaughter or slander their name. The shit's not called for that's that hate and disdain now. If you don't care for somebody, stay the fuck away from them. That's the message from the day. Tell your mama that shit. Tell your grandma that shit. Tell your nosy-ass neighbors that shit. Yo, if you don't like a motherfucker, stay away from them. I shouldn't be breaking bread with a motherfucker don't like me. That's that fake shit. And I don't like that fake shit. So, yo, y'all be blessed. Y'all be good. Y'all be a light and all that good fluffy shit. And I'll be back later. Deuce, deuce.